Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brother. Praise God. I want to go to the Word briefly this morning. I won't keep you too long, but I do want to go to the Word. I know we've already had lots of Word. We're a Bible church. Amen? And uh, I'm so thankful for that. It's the power. It's the power. This is it. Amen. Amen. We don't just come to hear or receive, but we come to participate. How many of you want to feel that power of the Holy Ghost? You want to feel that power of the Holy Ghost. You want to feel a move of God. Really? I got every one of you that time. Y'all dove in, hook, line, and sinker. Every seed bringeth forth after its own kind. If you want to move of God, get up and move. If you want to move a God, get up and move, church. Hallelujah. Praise God. Listen, man, it's not a hard thing for God to move you when you're already on the go. But if you have planted your backside on a seat in a church pew and you have super glued it there, if there is an impression where your behind was in your chair and you can say, yes, I used to be heavier. Look, see, I used to be this wide because see this print in the chair amen see listen if that's the case you need to get up move some church hallelujah you can be seated I've seen church services where the power of God was moving, where the power of the Holy Ghost was just doing everything but throwing the chairs out the windows. But I'll tell you, man, there's somebody sitting there like they've gone to sleep on the church pew, dead as 4 o'clock, and can wonder why they can't feel the Holy Ghost. Man, if you would pry, if you would pry some of that lethargicness off of you, some of that complacency, some of that laziness, that spiritual laziness off of you, and get up and... And start stepping. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you. You can't, you got to get up and move into your miracle church. Woo, I feel the power of the Holy Ghost this morning. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to tell you something. There was a fellow that was lame his whole life. He was sitting at the gate, beautiful. He was sitting there lame, begging alms. And Peter and John had something. Man, you know what they had? They had what I got. Praise God. They had what I got. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, when Peter and John went up there, Peter said, Hey, hey, get your eyes off of these rich people around here. Get your eyes off of their changed person. Get your eyes off their money. Get your eyes off of money, son. I come. I come with something you can't buy. Get your mind off the money. I brought you what you really need. Praise God. And now here, I'm going to tell you. It's just part of my job this morning. But as he was sitting at the gate, beautiful, 
and Peter said, look on me. Let me get your undivided attention. Look upon me. I don't want to share you with somebody else to get what I got. I'm going to have to have your undivided attention. Look on me. Look on me. Praise God. That's what Jesus is trying to say. He said, here I am. Look at me. Get your mind off of that devil. Get your mind off your job. Get your eyes off of the world. Get your eyes off your problems. Put your eyes on me. And he said, he said, silver and gold have I none. Woo, but (laughs) such as I have, give I thee in the name of the Lord Jesus. Rise up and walk. Praise God. But you know what? He didn't do nothing. He didn't do anything. He didn't do anything. I didn't see nothing about him jumping up and running out of there and walking, going anywhere. He didn't know he could walk. He didn't know what he needed to do. Before you're going to walk on the water, honey, you got to step out the boat. It's called faith. Before you're going to walk on that water, you're going to have to get out of the boat. And let me tell you something. That water didn't support Peter until the split second he put his weight on that foot. He, it wouldn't support him on here. It wouldn't support him there. It wouldn't support him right there. But when he leaned over on that foot, that's when his faith took action. That's when the water became a, a faith a movement. Amen. He put his trust on the water. Praise God. The man still laid there. He had his healing. But he had to step up into that healing. So Peter knowing his lack of faith. Kept him with that too. He said because he said such as I have give I thee. In the name of the Lord Jesus rise up and walk. But he gave him more than just that few words. He gave him, he gave him some faith. He helped him with the faith. He reached down grabbed him by the hand. And picked him up. And when he picked him up. Then. Then. The Bible says immediately. His legs and ankle bones received strength. What? What? Praise God, man. Let me tell you what. Man, here he went. Took off. Praise God. You're not here to just hear. We're not here to just eat and get fat. You see, I got plenty of that. I'll tell you right now. We need to push more against the push away from that table some too. I know that. But I'll tell you right now, church, you're going to have to step into your miracle and you're going to have to move. You're going to have to get up and move. If you wonder why the power of the Holy Ghost ain't moving on you, get up and move. you got to move to where the Holy Ghost is at. The Holy Ghost is moving. The Holy Ghost is moving. You need to get up and move into the Holy Ghost. Instead of waiting for the Holy Ghost to move into you, you need to move into the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. 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 He'll be all right. He'll learn what the Holy Ghost is. I'm a I want to tell you right now, church, you're standing in the midst of a move of God. You better get to moving because you're standing in the midst of a moving truck. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, hallelujah. I praise Him this morning. I see, I see 
a move of God taking place. And it's high time, church. It's high time that we step into this move. And it's high time that you start pushing to go further. Praise God. Man, don't wait till somebody else stands up in the church and praises. You stand up, try to out-praise everybody in the building. Praise God. Hallelujah. Man, stand up and shout for God. The Bible says, shout to the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Do you know what kind of God we serve? Do you know who He is? Do you know who I'm talking about? He's the King of Kings, man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How can you preach four hours? Well, because I had to stop. It ain't how do I go that long. It's how in the world did I ever stop at that place? If it weren't for church, I'd probably still be there bobbing up and down with my head like a junkie. <laughs> Fall asleep, wake up, you know. I'd probably still be going because there's so much to that word. There's so much in there that people miss. Man, I don't want this to be a regular mediocre church. I want to tell you right now, the Lord has moved upon me, and it's time for us to move into the next level. It's time for us to move into Pentecost. It's time for us to get a hold of what got a hold of them people on the day of Pentecost. You know what? The Bible says all of a sudden, as of a rushing minor wind, praise God, it blew in, praise God. There was a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. Uh, praise God. And it blew in and it, and it set upon everyone in the house. Uh, I want you to worry about that out there. They can take everything in that parking lot. Uh, I ain't trading what I've got going on right now for nothing out in that parking lot. I'll tell you right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, church. If we're going to be what God intends for us to be, and that is a... That is a devil-stomping, soul-winning, faith-building, water-walking, praise God, Holy Ghost-dancing, tongue-talking people of God. Man, it's got to begin now. Hallelujah. God's been building the building blocks. He's been putting together the foundation. Hallelujah. But I'll tell you right now, it's time to start moving into the miracle. Praise God. It's time to start moving into the blessing. Praise the Lord. And quit waiting on something to move to you. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Do you know that the devil holds everybody back? It's just different people on different levels. It don't matter whether you're beginning in the church and you're trying to lay things down and live for God. God tries to hold, I mean, the devil tries to hold you back. He tries to keep you holding on to what you got. Or whether you've been living 10 years for the Lord and you've got a real good walk with him. Uh, but man, there's some things that, uh, there's some things that you need to uh, move into that you hadn't moved into yet. You need to go further, but it's going to take more work and effort. And so you haven't moved into that. So you're trying to hold on to your little comfy, cushy spot you're in uh, because it's comfortable there. And, uh, and, and you know, uh, but then the, uh, the devil tries 
tries to hold you there. Well, that's all. You're doing good. You're doing good. I'm proud of you. You're doing good. You know, stay right there. He sounds just like the Lord talking to you, but he's a liar because God will never tell you to stay put. Praise God, where you're at, he's going to say, move on, move on. He said, go on to perfection. Hallelujah. He said, increase more and more. He said, go on to perfection. That word perfection means completion. Whatever level that you're at in God, you need to go further. Because you ain't there yet. You know how I know you ain't there yet? Because you're still in this life. That's how I know you ain't there yet. I'll tell you when you've made it. When you get through the gates and you hear the Master say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then you've made it. Then you can say, I'm saved. Hallelujah. Praise the Lamb of God. You know what the mission of the church is? What is it? What is it? You see that over the door? What does it say? The mission of the church is missions. Amen. We three priorities in this church. We all know what they are. Say them together. Win souls. Win souls. Win souls. Praise God. That's right. Church. We've got a ways to go yet. Don't ever get too comfortable where you're at. I want you so filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. I want you so filled with the Holy Ghost that you don't even have to bat your eyes, man, before you can enter into speaking in tongues. Man, before the tongues come on you, praise God. It ain't something you do. It's something that the Lord does. The Holy Ghost comes upon you, and you will feel the unction of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And sometimes when I'm preaching or speaking or praying or whatever I'm doing, and the Holy Ghost just comes on me, praise God, man, it ain't nothing you do yourself. Praise God. It's as the Spirit gives the utterance. Praise God. But I want each of us in this place to be so filled with the Holy Ghost, praise God, that it just comes so naturally. Hallelujah. There's been times in my life, and I've been filled with the Holy Ghost for a long time, praise God. But I'll tell you what, there's been times in my life where I didn't know what happened, man, but the Holy Ghost just wouldn't come. The first thing I do is I start praying, what have I done, God? What have I done? Lord, what did I do? What did I say? Did I have a wrong attitude? What did I have? God, what did I do, Lord? And then sometimes I never, I never do realize it. One time I said, Lord, what did I do, Lord? And I said, I don't know what I need, Jesus. I don't know what I need. I just need you. I need a breakthrough, God. I need a breakthrough. The Lord said, he said, hey, sometimes he'll withdraw himself from you just to see, hey, you know what he does that for? It's to make you seek him because you get taken for granted that you got him. And you get to that place where you're so complacent. You're so uh, comfortable where you're at. Oh, you're in a good little cushy place. God's doing this and doing that for you. And everything's cushy and good and sweet and, and powder puffy and all that. But you know what? You get to where you just don't want to move. You don't want to get up and move anymore. So God has to pull back and say, wait a minute now. 
I can't feed you no more as long as you're just sitting there getting fat. You ain't hungry. <laughs> Hear me, church. <laughs> when you quit getting hungry to go further than you're at right now, you're going to quit moving. When you get so full that you can't, you, you ain't hungry no more, there's a big problem. That's why you got to go and give what you got. Hallelujah. You've got to go and give what you got. And that's what missions is all about. Praise God. If you get up, and ooh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. You know, Paul, man, the Lord poured it on Paul, son. I mean, he poured it on him. He took him and caught him on the road to Damascus. He had a game plan. He was headed and had one thing in mind, and God stopped and turned that man on a dime and said, oh, no, you ain't. Hey, won't you come work for me? Take my yoke upon you. Learn of me, man. Look, we'll see what I got. Praise God. You know what? Paul was a good soldier. He just had his head headed in the wrong direction. But you know, I'd like to see Paul. Knowing the anointing that man had, I bet he was the greatest praiser that ever lived. <laughs> man, Paul said, Paul didn't just sit around and do nothing. Paul didn't get in his little comfort zone. Paul was always searching. He was always seeking. He was always moving. You know what? When he said, hey, he said, I consider not myself to have apprehended. But this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth, reaching ahead of those things which are before. A lot of people say, well, oh, that's good because he was forgetting all of the trials and troubles and things and the troubles he caused in the kingdom of God. Oh, no, it wasn't just that. Even your victories can hold you back. You can sit there and gloat so much on your victories. Man, you were like, oh, yes, that's right. I'm all that. Look at me. Ooh, I, I, I done healed heal the sick. I raised the dead. Ooh, that's right. Don't touch me. Just touch me right there. Who somebody stop me. Oh, well, you know, you get all uh, uh, full of yourself, uh, and you can stop any forward progress like that, too. I tell you what, Paul said he had to quit thinking about everything that was behind. He's reaching ahead. Yeah, okay, that's good. You're doing good over there. I'll send you a letter in another year or two. But right now, I'm on, I'm on my way to Thessalonica. i got a church I need to build over there. Oh, wait a minute. I, oh, now i got to run back. Okay, i got Thessalonica started. Y'all hold the fort. Well, I'll be back in a little while. i got to go back to Corinth. Praise God. Church. It's up to us. It's up to us. We need to get excited about what we've got. That's the key to it. How can I talk for five hours, five and a half hours? I know right now it's already 1220. It's already 1220. I'm not sitting here thinking, dear God... Dear God, man, when I'm, when I'm going to be able to go home and get me a biscuit? When am I going to be able to? I'm going to tell you, you know what? I did not eat one thing yesterday, not a morsel of anything all day long. And I wasn't sitting there thinking about, dear God, I'm starving to death. I wish this crow would go ahead and, and, uh, and, and, and accept it. Man, I wish she'd get a hold of this, that gummit, you know. Never crossed my mind till I was on the way home. 
And I could hear some chewing going on. Sound like my rib cage was chewing on my stomach or something. Sound like a rat or a squirrel in an attic trying to chew through the concrete or something, you know. Yeah. Found out my wife was experimenting with food. <laughs> but you know, church, you need to be excited. You need to come to church with that excitement level. You need to know what you got. And you need to know, praise God, what he is. You need to know this is real. You need to know, man, that this is the way. Praise God. You need to know what God's done for you and what he will do for you. When people walk in a church like this, they're going to follow your lead. They're going to follow your lead. It's up to us to move. It's up to us to move in the Holy Ghost. It's up to us to set the stage for the king. The question is, how are you going to usher him in? How are we going to usher the king in? We need to be a church on fire for God. On fire for him. People can see that. People can see when you got what you got's real. They can see it. They can feel it. Even if the message sounds tough, they can feel it. They can feel it. They know when somebody's speaking with authority or whether they're speaking with a little uh, uh, uneasiness or they're speaking with a little, uh, a little discrepancy in their mind or maybe, I, you know, I think I know it. But when you speak it from a truth and you're sure of it, praise God, they know, they can feel that, they can sense it. Amen. Hallelujah. When we get this move right here completely on fire, hallelujah. God's going to fill the rest of this church up. They're going to come, and when they come and see that, when they come and feel that, everybody wants to be a part of something like that. They just don't know it. A lot of them just don't know they want to be a part of it. But when you get a hold of this, and when you touch this, and when you feel this, you come in here, you're going to feel so many ways. I tell you right now, church, you're going to, you're going to come in here, you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, you're going to, you're, man, you're going to jump for joy, praise God. You're going to feel the move of the Holy Ghost. You're going to feel conviction. You're going to feel joy and peace and happiness. Happiness, hallelujah, you're going to see that what I'm telling you is real. Praise God, when you do what God says he's, that you should do, He's going to do what He said He will. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And so church, if you'll do your part, if you will do your part, and you will light you up, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you will just light you up. Hallelujah. Man, let me tell you something. It didn't take no... Man, listen. Man, when the Word of God starts coming through, you know when it lit Linda up yesterday in the Holy Ghost. And I mean, buddy, it lit her up. She's all she could do to keep throwing that chair out the window. I tell you what, buddy, it just lit her up. Man, and she just went to speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. I tell you right now, church, praise God. God, what you have when you got what I got is contagious. It's going to rub off on you. Hallelujah. 
Man, I'll tell you what. God keeps me humble. He keeps me humble. Yeah, I know where I've come from. I know that I'm a very lucky fellow. I'll tell you what, that God loves me like He does. But I'll tell you what, church, that's what drives me. That's what drives me to do what I do. That's what drives me to go the extra mile. Man, is because, praise God, I want it to be the best it can be. When I'm preaching with that enthusiasm, people can see that. People can see that I ain't just throwing some words out. I feel what I'm preaching, and I'm preaching what I'm feeling. Praise God. Yeah, there's no doubt in me. Ain't no doubt in me. Look, I know I'm the most polished person in the world, where that's no big secret. I didn't even graduate to 10th grade. I thought I was smarter than everybody else. I thought I'd just jump out and go get married. That didn't work out too well. I ain't sharp as knife in a drawer. Oh, but I've got the Holy Ghost. <laughs> Oh, oh, praise God. Man, the king, the king loves me. Hallelujah. And the king loves you. Praise God. And he's brought you here. Praise the Lord. And you're going to light up like a little candle. I'm telling you, praise God, like a blazing bonfire. Hallelujah. But it's up to you. We can no longer sit by. There's a, there's a message I preached. 2,000 devils can't stop my praise. Hallelujah. There's got to be something in you that needs to run to God. No matter how good you got it. No matter how good that God's been to you. No matter how great things are going. There still needs to be something inside of you that says, let me to Him. Let me at Him. Hallelujah. And that needs to come out. Praise God. That hunger to touch Jesus needs to be uh, uh, let loose. Praise God. So he could come out and praise the king. Don't bury that fire down inside you. Don't worry about what neighbors are going to think. Don't worry about what you... I'll tell you right now, the people in the, in the, uh, Mount Juliet, Tennessee, buddy, that was kind of, uh, you know, on, on siding across the street, and they don't tell them what all they heard, man. I mean, buddy, there's sometimes, man, when I cry out to God, and it's just, uh, I've got to let it out, or I'll have a stroke. It just comes so much. It wells up inside of me every once in a while, and it's got to come out and sometimes it's just no more than a ah! and it's just I can't stop it it's just a, I mean I just it's just a, it's just like a freight train and when it comes out praise God hallelujah I just I can't stop it it's like you're going to explode don't worry about what people are going to think they need to see that the old-fashioned Holy Ghost fire still burns. Let me tell you something. Every church in the, in the entire world may change, but I want somebody to know. Hallelujah. Somewhere there's somebody saying, I'm all alone, God. Oh, I'm all alone. Is there anybody else that believes like I do? And I want them to know, yes, I have Save me some people, a remnant over in Tomball, Texas. Hallelujah. That still 
have that same fire. Hallelujah. There's a little church in Tomball, praise God, where you can go to. It ain't nothing fancy, but if you need a healing, honey, you can get one here. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's a little church in Tomball, praise God, where if you need to hear some word, you can get some word there, praise the Lord. If there's a little church in Tomball, and you'll know it's the right one, you see the flame on the window, and you'll see a word out that says, come and feel the presence of God, and have an experience that will change your life forever. Hallelujah. Don't come and just hear don't come and just listen. Don't come and just receive. Get in the water. Get in the water. There was a man that laid by the waters of the pool of Bethesda. He laid there for many years. But because he couldn't get in. You know, before the man could get what he come for, he had to get in the water, praise God, while it was troubled. The Bible said the angel come down and trouble the water. But he still had to get in it. He couldn't get what he come for. No matter how the water was troubled. Yeah, man, the, the water was anointed. The angel of God was standing in the water. You know what? In the Word, I'm called an angel. Yeah, the Bible says, write this, speak this unto the angels. Talking about the pastors of the church. Praise God. But you know what? I could preach my brains out up here. But if you don't get into what I'm doing, if you don't get into this move I'm talking about, you ain't going to get what you come for. Praise God. you got to get in this. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lamb of God. It hath not yet appeared what this church is going to be. I'm going to tell you right now, there's people out there that would knock these doors off the hinges get in here if they really knew. If they really knew what it was. They would throw every sinful, filthy, wicked thing out of their life and mow it down underfoot with a lawnmower. Man, if they could just get a hold of what I got. They think that, it's a, it, that this ain't no fun. That this ain't no good. I mean, it don't get no better than this. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And the best, you know, one of the best things about it is once you get a hold of this, honey, everything else falls into place. I told Linda yesterday when I was talking to her, you know, about this tough message I speak. Oh, it's really tough, isn't it? It's hard, isn't it? Oh, it's a tough thing. But you know what? I said, sister, you know what the difference is? The world out there preaches forgiveness. I preach repentance. The world out there preaches blessings. I preach sacrifice. Hallelujah. The world out there preaches all sorts of things. But man, I preach it straight out of the Word of God because let me tell you what when you when you sacrifice amen the blessing's automatic praise God when you repent the forgiveness is already there it's an automatic thing praise God but you know what they preach they preach that God 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 they preach God 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 honey it's on you it's on you it's on you praise God it's up to you uh, don't put it on God. God did it all. No, He didn't. He did His part. Now it's your turn. God didn't do it all. 
He did his part. He hung on that tree. He gave his life. Now it's your turn. This is what I'm after right here. This is what I'm after right here. You get a hold of what I'm preaching. You get a hold of this. Hallelujah. I'm teaching you church. I'm teaching you what it's going to take to break out of complacency. To break out of a rut. You got to put it in four-wheel drive, honey. It's time to put it in overdrive and mash on the gas, man. You can't sit there, turn your car off and stuck in the mud and expect to go anywhere. Turn that motor on. Put it in four-wheel drive. Mash on the gas. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. And if that ain't enough to get you out... Everybody else got four-wheel drive too, honey. We'll put 85-wheel drive on it, pull the forest down, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This is what it's about. Hallelujah. How many of you thinking about all your problems right now? How many of you thinking about it? Have you got the mully grubs, brother? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you all depressed now? Are you depressed now? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said, I don't know. What's depressed me? (laughs) Amen. He don't know whether to love me or run from me, but he can't run yet. Church, you can be seated. Now we're getting a hold. Now we're getting a hold. This is how it should be. This is how it should be. This is how Pentecostal church moves. Right here, praise God. Let me tell you something. You can always feel. You can always feel that spirit of worship. You can feel that in a lot of places. But how many times? How many times? Hallelujah. Man, has the Holy Ghost blown you up in the message. Hallelujah. Jump, blown you up out of that seat. That's the difference. That's the difference. I know that I know that I know that I know. God's on the move here. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, God's on the move in this church. God's on the move in this people. Oh, 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 Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lamb of God. Oh, we may be a little church, but I want to tell you right now, praise God. You look at the greatest forest fires, the greatest firestorms that ever started in this world. Firestorms make their own weather. Did you hear that? I said firestorms make their own weather. Amen. They no longer need oxygen. They make their own. They no longer need wind. They create to their own. They even create tornadoes inside themselves. They feed themselves from within. Did you hear that? You know what happens in a firestorm? 
you know, if you got a little fire, got a little fire burning, just a little fire, just a little bitty fire, just walk over and go, I can walk over, puff of smoke. You can go over there and you can fight that. The devil can fight that and he can put it out. He can put it out. He can discourage you and tell me, oh, shut up. What are you jumping and shouting about? What's wrong with you, you idiot? Don't you remember yesterday? Don't you remember last week, last month, last year? Don't you remember that? What are you going to try to jump up and be Mr. Fireman right now? But let me tell you what happens in a firestorm. It's so hot. Uh, honey, it's moving so fast that the fire department, whether they got 85 engines on the truck or not, 85 trucks there, you know what? They start putting out the call. They ain't telling the homeowners to get out of the way. They're telling the firefighters, get out, move, get out of the way, because it's coming. It's coming. Put your hoses down. Leave them. Move the trucks out. Run. Because the fire is going to burn everything in its path. And that's what I'm talking about. When each one of you gets burning so bright in this church, when somebody tries to come in next to you dry and mully grubbed, dried out from this world and weathered from the week, weathered from the last few days, they better not get next to you. Amen. Because the next thing you know, they're going to find their cell burning, baby, on fire. Hallelujah. Because the fire of the Holy Ghost on you. Praise God will set them ablaze. Hallelujah. There's just something about the people of God jumping up and shouting for Jesus. There's just something about the power of the Holy Ghost. It's contagious, you know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so good. Why would you want to quench it? Let her fly. <laughs> Why would you want to quench it? God's getting ready to do something here. He's working. You're in it. You're in it. You're in it too deep now. To turn back, you must well just go on and close the door behind you. Just get in it. Get in the move. You know what I got's right. It's right here. Say my word. It's the word of God. I'm right. I'm not right to make anybody else wrong. I'm right because he's right. That's it. I'm not out to. I'm not out to. To push anybody else around out there. Hey, I wish they'd all get in here and write to divide this word. Could you imagine what it'd be like if Tom Ball was burning down with the Holy Ghost? Could you imagine what it'd be like? You know what I want it to be like here. I want it to be like that little place they talk about in Florida. 
that's had revival for the past 12, 15 years. Uh, praise God. Where it just goes on and on and on. Uh, where I can't even possibly work another job uh, because I'm too busy at the church. Uh, praise God. Catching people on fire with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because, man, there ain't no time for nothing else. What are you talking about? Well, we've been in revival. Oh, y'all got a revival. Is he going to be going on next week? Far as I know, uh, how long has it been going on? About 10 years. Uh, you know, uh, uh, where are you from? Uh, well, uh, Tomball, Texas. Isn't that that little place down there where everybody in the whole town has turned Pentecostal and become uh, baptized in Jesus' name? Ain't that little town down there where, where people have been coming and getting healed right and left by the thousands? Ain't that the place that's on the news? You can look over. You can look over at your wife who by then might have silver hair. And you can say, honey, we was in the beginning. We was in the beginning of that move. We were in that move. Remember when we was a little church with a few chairs? Remember when we was a little church and nobody wanted to come? Remember when your aunt came and she'd be sitting right next to you and say she was going to die or something like that? Now here she is, 97 years old. Michael's son up there on the drums because Michael's too old to play anymore. He got drummer drummer's elbow. He can't get up there and play because he's at the altar praying people through to the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's real. I'm telling you, man, that's my vision. That's my vision for this church. I'm going to see it happen. I'm going to see it happen. Time and time again, I've said, Lord, <laughs> you said, Lord, <laughs> be you not weary and well doing. <laughs> For in due season you shall reap if you faint not. And I said, God, I feel weak. I feel weak. God said, hold your course, son. Help is on the way. Hold your course. Help is on the way. I'm going to reap. It's about 10 minutes to do season. I'm going to enjoy my hunting and stuff like that for now. But if the Lord lit this church up like I'm talking about, I would never even think about hunting again. I would never think about hunting again. I would never think about fishing again. I used to live to fish. I lived on the water for years. Probably 325 days out of the year I was on the water. But I'll tell you right now, I'm going with God. I want to see people. I want to see people healed, touched, Filled with the Holy Ghost. I want them to feel what I feel. I want them to see him as I see him. I want people just like you. To know. 
praise God, what you know, to know what you're seeing. Praise God. There ain't nothing like this move. There's nothing like it. How many of you know you get out of something what you put into it? If you want something mediocre, perhaps you're on the right track. But if you want something absolutely stellar, if you want something superior and supreme, if you want something awesome, then that's what it's going to take to get it. Are you giving God the mediocre you? Are you giving God the half-step you? Are you giving God the complacent you? Here's an idea. How about giving God the awesome you? How about showing God how awesome you can be? How many of you have ever really done something spectacular? To where somebody came in and said, Wow, you did that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Now that I think about it. Anybody? Hmm? Yeah. Was it awesome? Okay. Okay, but you know what? Did you do the best you could possibly do? See, there you went the extra mile then. That tells me right there you went the extra mile. Here's a thought. Why not do that for Jesus? And watch what he'll do for you. Are you happy with the mediocre blessings? Are you happy with the maybes and the could be's or the hopefuls? Or you happy with that? You know why Paul expected the miracles? Because God said, with what measure ye meet, it shall be measured to you again. And Paul knew that God had his undivided attention. Paul knew he was all in, buddy. He knew what he committed. He said, I am competent, therefore, that he is able to complete that which I have committed to him. He is able to keep that that I have committed unto him. Praise God. Let me tell you something. The church is as strong as your commitment and the fire is as bright as your fanning the flames. You add to the fire. You add to the fire. Hallelujah. Don't it feel good when the Holy Ghost sweeps through here? Don't it feel good when you move into that place? Time to take training wheels off, and let's ride. Go all in.
go all in. You have a winning hand, trust me. Go all in. Double down, buddy. You got the right stuff. You're in the right place. Bet the bank on it. You won't regret it. I know what I'm talking about. Bet the farm. You can trust the God I'm serving. He's already shown himself true. Hadn't he? Hadn't he shown himself faithful? Hasn't God done what I told you he's going to do since you started this church? Then trust me when I say take that next step. Go all in. Go all in. You watch and see. You watch and see. I love the Lord. He loves me. He loves this church and this people. He's proud of you. And I'm proud of you. And I see some great growth in this church. Beware. Don't let any leaven in your lump. Keep yourself pure. Beware. The enemy will try to sow something into your, into your walk. Watch him. Don't let him do it. Chains only as strong as this weakest link. Hold fast. Be strong. Hold fast. Stand with me today.